0: All right, here we go. Are we ready? I guess. I guess.
1: <laughs> Is
0: that <an> <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to M Vibes Podcast, home of good music, good libations, and good vibes.
2: All right. Welcome to M Vibes Podcast. Uh, we're here at Biggie's House Craft Beer. It's my house, aka. Uh, we got uh, Javier, myself, and Ernest here, and we have a person sits, sitting in. We're not going to name him. An intern who's not
3: interning right now. Oh, he's, interning? Interning?
2: He, he's the best non-intern we've ever had, though. interning ning <laughs> The yeah. beers are lined up, so yeah uh
3: yeah we uh because it's friday we couldn't really it's find friday. a venue
2: that was gonna be quiet enough yeah. for us to do it we just had scheduling conflicts fridays at my house are always a uh fun time so uh so chill uh chill till raj gets here and then start lighting shit on fire but anyways uh um, hey, is troy in town troy is not in town troy's okay. doing you know what i asked him if he would come in and be part of this podcast today so we're doing a pretty cool topic tonight and uh he's being the man and doing the uh date night with with the wife so uh oh, nice yeah so yeah that's um, awesome hey, uh, amanda
3: won't be joining us tonight uh but i think this should should never fear Amanda will yep. be back yeah, i think some next point.
2: week she's finally yeah. gonna get her yeah. her um, shit together but uh as usual at biggie's house craft beer on fridays we have a lot to drink so
3: uh
2: <laughs> 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 what are you drinking out of here
3: uh right now i am drinking uh embers resurrected uh by midnight mulligan which is a west coast style and do we have to say style i mean it's west coast no style, i mean right? we, like it's, we not, all know it's, it's a, not like Kolsch, like like colch no. you have to say style because right. they just protect it you can't call yeah. it a Kolsch unless it's made in cologne germany
0: it's a coach damn it well, no, it's a coach style <laughs>
3: <laughs> then scotch is bourbon
2: yeah I always have right. a problem with that. So mm, sometimes yeah, exactly. when so I go it's by. Coach, it's no, coach style. Don't no. some, yeah. some be messing with whiskey now. <laughs> yeah, some places I go by Bly. Go by Jameson. It's in the scotch section. Sometimes it's in the bourbon section. So mine it's is weird. boldly hobbed
3: with Strata, Simcoe, Citra, and Chinook hops. All my favorite hops. <laughs> um, it's in a homage. Two IPAs up and down the West Coast, fragrant, delicious, dank. We're resurrecting the embers of the true IPA. Okay. Well, I mean, you're not, but okay.
2: Yeah, I see what you're doing. It's good. I I I guess
0: it's good. Just say it. Make sure your notifications are off. Oh. Make it silence. So You don't want a ding dong in a good call. Good call. Good yeah. Call prefect. Artists, um, I'll cut that piece bird you, down.
2: You're you're rigging the same well I, right?
0: I, yeah, I've already finished a can of the Ember's resurrection, which is an excellent West Coast mm-hmm. style. I India love their beer in general.
3: I mean I think their beers are just fantastic.
0: But I'm also having this uh Czech style Pilsner uh collaboration between protagonists and Highwire. That and, was really uh, good. I had it earlier too. Yeah, it's uh, it's uh it's crisp, clean, right. but it's got a little bit of sweetness. My I it, as well, it so fairly dry. It is dry, yeah. But uh, it's got a nice little sweet kick to it, so excellent. What are you drinking? Nice.
2: I'm drinking uh, May- Maniacal.
0: I, got- <laughs> I was <talking laughs> name up. You did that last week. I did. I
2: keep. I do it every time. Maniacal Mead Company from Michigan. So uh, our intern, non-intern today brought some uh, good meat. Uh, this is the Apple Apocalypse um made with uh it's a, it's actually i mean it's it's a sizer not really a mead but whatever uh, made isn't, with, isn't um isn't a sizer just mead with cherries it's it's a carbonated mead really and it's also made with apples so that's what it so it's like a cider slash meat right thing? yeah and it's yeah. also got it's got like maple syrup in it so this
0: is delicious this is mm, that sounds awesome yeah that blueberry was incredible last week. The one that we yeah. had last week, the one yeah. that I
3: said tasted like Dr. Pepper and yeah. cherry cola, house, yeah. that was pretty cool. Or cherry, yeah. not cheer wine.
0: Yep, that yeah, was pretty absolutely. Good. That was really and then we good. We also that have was me- that was mechanical as well. Yes, Maniacal. <laughs> <laughs> no, mechanical.
3: <laughs> we also we're, we're, we're going go to go through, we have to through start a mechanical. <laughs> several here. Another That's protagonist beer. Another West Coast. This one is not West Coast style. This is just a West Coast. This is a serve. That's how it should be for by protagonist. And we also have, what's this Uh dollar for dollar by American Soler. I thought font is too small for me to read to see what George Washington's on the label. Yeah. And then uh Gwen, which is a honey, hazy pale ale. Oh, okay. Other than the hazy, that all sounds delicious. And there's something over there I can't reach.
2: Anymore. Yeah. I've got some, uh, alt brew, a gluten-free, uh, alt beer. Oh, I love there's the label. It's a, uh, copper style gluten-free beer, which I'm going to crack later, which is, uh, Sizer's gone. That's yeah, so an alt. Right? Yes. Like copper. Yeah. Well, alt, alt brew. Alt is it, the name of the is beer. Is her name, yeah. So they're out of uh, Madison, Wisconsin. Uh, I trade to get their beers, and that's my last okay. bottle. So I have to trade for some more.
0: Hey, this has George Washington on it.
2: Uh, yeah. Who was the first president of the United States? George Bush. Oh. Yes. States. Right. Yeah, <laughs> right yeah. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh today's topics pretty cool. Um every once in a while you'll hear a song playing in the background like an old school R&B song or old school rock song you'll say, "I've heard that song before." I know. where well, where well, have I heard that song before? And chances are, it was using a sample. Yeah, someone else's song. So, there are a lot of great samples. There's actually a shit ton of samples yeah. out there. So, we just picked 3 today. Um three pretty good samples that we think are pretty uh, yeah or pretty three
3: songs that were
2: comprised mostly of samples right yeah, yeah. i yeah. mean there's a lot of at least well the first song only they basically sampled the whole damn song
3: yeah, yeah. And, and most i mean a lot of them just like the bass either whether it's the bass line or the guitar lines typically gonna right, cover yeah. most of the most of the song with the exception of hip-hop being primarily like more modern hip-hop right um but yeah like when when because we've done this once before where we take a handful of songs and we kind of deconstruct them and then we just kind of like listen to what makes up the song right right? which i think is pretty freaking cool to kind of like um because i certainly don't have those skills to like say oh i listen to that i can come up with a whole different song based on that line and i think the idea came from when i um uh, in the late 90s for me when like Mariah Carey released that one song Fantasy mm-hmm. and it had like uh, pretty much, bump, bump, yeah, yeah it was Tom Tom Club <laughs> Tom, Tom and nobody Club, yeah. knew who the Tom Tom yeah. Club and I was upset because nobody knew who the Tom Tom Club was. I think this whole thing just kind of stemmed from that frustration back in the 90s. <laughs> I actually <laughs>
2: won a beer one night at a bar some uh, DJ was playing songs and she goes, whoever can tell me who this what this song is and the, and the artist I'll buy him a beer. And he played Tom Tom Club, yeah. I was like, oh, man, I got it. Genius of Love, yeah. yeah. I own all of their discography. I love Tom yes. Tom Club, and they came from the Talking Heads. Yeah, great yeah. right project. Yeah, yeah. Pretty cool stuff.
3: So let's just jump right in. uh The first song that we're gonna hear, we're gonna hear the hurl song, and then we're gonna kind of break it down into the samples that make up the song. It's about one of my all-time favorite hip-hop groups. Oh my god, out of Houston because I'm houston i spent a lot of a lot of time in houston these guys have a lot
2: of history of like horror rap so this was they're
3: kind of the like the original way before it became big in detroit right gangsta nip who was associated a lot
2: of detroit hip-hop got their influence from the ghetto boys. ghetto boys yeah Yeah.
3: they're the original kind of hardcore but they don't really they never call themselves that but if you listen to all of their themes and kind of um they're almost a concept band in a way or right. A group right like they, they they are like yeah they talk about like the ghetto life like like a lot of hip-hop you know or at least harder gangster rap mm-hmm. sort of does but they do it in a almost kind of the way the misfits take a a, a horror movie approach to it right. they kind of take a, a very outlandish approach to there and, and some of the songs actually are uncomfortable to listen to right i mean after
2: 30 years of you know wokeness I mean,
3: they're they're uncomfortable to listen to the some album the
2: for this album, for the song that we're going to play, is a real picture of when Bushwick Bush, Bill got shot in, mm-hmm. shot in the face. Yep. Yeah. Little Bushwick Bill. Rest uh, in peace. So
3: this is, uh, yes, uh, Mind Playing Tricks on Me by the Ghetto Boys. I sit alone in my 4 room,
2: at oh, Let me drop some shit. So
3: they are from First Ward
2: in houston we used to go by drugs there is was it, in college. Is
3: and we're close to where you live no no, no. We, we went to an art college like no okay, right. we were by the galleria mall which is the biggest mall in houston I mean, we, we were very not in that but we, we went there because
2: fascination but I don't know who it is so, so I'm watching my back I can see him when I'm
1: deep in the Yeah I, know, I,
2: I don't know. see the motherfucker <laughs> Yeah I, I, I can I, sing this I, whole song I, word for word And,
3: uh, and it's really like cool because, you know, like they're kind of big for just that being that the ghetto boys boy. But Doesn't then like in the late 90s, I'm they hit and a and lot of mainstream when Mike Judge put him up in... Pretty much the entire soundtrack for Office Pace is comprised yes. of
2: Ghetto Boy songs. Damn, it feels good to be gangster, yeah. yeah. and all that shit.
3: And then later on, he did it again when he got uh, Scarface to play Upgrade in
2: Idiocracy. Oh, man. Yeah. You know, Scarface came through town right before COVID hit, and I'm so pissed I didn't go because it was an awesome yeah. show. Actually... One weird thing about Scarface's music, if you try and listen to it on Instagram or any other uh, platform, whoever downloaded his music into it messed up because it goes, whoa, whoa, whoa. it's really slow. No,
3: that's DJ Screw. that's screwed it. That's it's called Screw. DJ Screw is a whole DJ out of Houston called DJ Screw, and that's all he does. He slows down all their music. It's
2: terrible. I'm sorry, I'm DJ Screw. <laughs> it's a whole genre called Screw. <laughs> And that's what he does. The, um, when I first moved down here, I bought the uh, Scarface Untouchable album. Mm. Great album. And then I went to go, once I discovered Spotify, I went to go listen to it. And I'm like, what happened to this? This is not not right. This sounds terrible.
3: DJ Screwed happened to it. DJ Screw happened to it. Um but uh yeah i mean and the ghetto boys is one of those bands that most people really even like like hip-hop people like you know outside not that it's your main genre but people who still listen to hip-hop and know bands like the wu-tang and p they still kind of sleep on on the ghetto boys because they have little always been a little more underground and darker to listen to in sweet. general
2: um, they have their own their and own audience. Right, so yeah. right. Um, but I mean there
3: to me, there's one of the finest, most complex, not only like beats are late
2: Scarface, but really be having fatal thoughts bill, I'm sorry. And then I worry free, but that's bullshit. I got a little
0: boy to look after.
2: Go ahead. I'm done, sorry. I had a woman down with me. But to me it seemed like she was down to get me. She helped me out in this shit. But to me, she, she was, was just, just to another bitch now she's back with her mother now i'm realizing that i love her so let's now check out longer. what they sampled for this album All for this song okay um
3: so yeah that was "Mind playing tricks on me by the getter boys and you know like we stated i mean this is pretty much um comprised of um a couple of songs um the main one that you're gonna hear, which is that guitar riff, right, is um, is by uh, Isaac Hayes, who's literally one of the most sampled uh, artists of all time. Like most, uh, he, it's it's innumerable, the number of, of times he's been sampled uh, in, in primarily hip hop, but just, you know, all across. Um, so let me play you here real quick, sort of how uh, the Ghetto Boy song starts, obviously. And then we'll play immediately. So this is what we just heard, right? Just a few first few seconds. And then this is Isaac Hayes' original version of it. It's a little faster. The tempo's a little mm-hmm. faster. Yeah. But ultimately it's the same exact song. Or at least the same line. Even some of that bass and even some of the bass in the background is is still uh, the same, right? Um, so, this song is actually called Hung, Hung Up on My Baby and it it's uh, all instrumental. There are no lyrics to it whatsoever. It was released in it's actually '74.
2: actually long song, too, isn't it? It's like a five minute long oh, song. So it's
3: over six minutes long, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's really cool. It's one of the things you just kind of jam out to, right? Like, you just kind of um jam out to and you kind of listen in the background it's and it's i I don't know i've always been a a pretty decent isaac hayes fan i can't say that i know their his discography in general um but that one the only reason why i knew it obviously it's because of of the ghetto boys right um i mean i know his major songs i don't necessarily know um like his, his discography in detail, but like the original Ghetto boy song was released in 91. It was in the album, We Can't Be Stopped, uh, which I love that album. Um, and then, you know, if you, if you really listen to the lyrics of that song, it's really not something that you hear in rap or hip hop as a whole, but it pretty much describes the, the mental anguish and ex- exhaustion of like the life of a gangster, right? And this is to remember, this is like the late 80s, early 90s. And that includes dealing with the symptoms of post-traumatic stress disorder, paranoia, suicidal um their thoughts and loneliness like they're talking about like that's not gangster. you know what i'm saying like, no but that was But he did it in such a hardcore way that there's another song of them that i love called um tina man Die, and it talks yeah. about the same thing where it's like he, he he almost softens to yeah death is scary
2: gang gang life is scary and they do it in such a way that's that's to me it's, it's and then like um Scarface come on that song, uh I've never seen a man cry until it's he- a Yeah, that's the one I was and, yeah, uh, that's the yeah, one yeah. I was
3: just mentioning. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um and then you know, that song, if you don't know anything about like um uh, the Ghetto Boys in general, you'll likely know that song. I mean that it was in heavy rotation in nineteen ninety two and in
2: M T V. Myself and my sister, who's much younger than me, can we can both recite that entire song.
3: Yeah. Word yeah. for word, yeah uh definitely a staple of hip hop uh Rolling Stone magazine actually ranked it uh the 5th greatest hip hop
2: song of all time
3: which i uh, it's hard, hard to argue yeah. with that uh, one
2: i play it every halloween just because of that line in the yeah the song by Bushwick Bill so
3: the, um, it was originally actually supposed to be in Scarface solo album but um the, the 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 founder of of uh Rapalot um Jay Prince just felt like it should be done by the ghetto boys. Cause that was like the staple artist of the Lurkin label yeah. where Scarface was just breaking out as a solo artist. So he's like, "Yeah, hey, let's give it to ghetto boys. It's just a little, a, a little better. And then, um, Isaac Hayes song was actually released in 74. So like that was 20 years prior to like right. When and the ghetto boys used and to. And there's
2: more of that song that they sampled, not just what you played. I mean that. That's oh, like, I didn't know that. Yeah. There's like the in, entire song you, you, if you play that whole song, you'll okay. hear more and more pieces of it. Um, but I mean, I would love to be that person who sat and listened to that song and said, you know what, we can make a song out of this. Right, yeah. Um, so the
3: the song actually came from the soundtrack of a movie called Three Tough Guys, and that's the whole, the whole soundtrack yeah. is, is Isaac Hayes. Uh, it was actually his acting debut as well as uh, – like this, uh, cold-blooded ex-cop. I don't. I've never seen the movie. I'm, I'm not really black. I'm huge into those kind of '70s uh, type of exploitation movies. But um, that's where it came from. Uh, the main thing you'll like y- if you did you paid attention or you played later, but you'll notice is um, uh, that guitar line, right? And and it carries mm-hmm. kind of both songs. I mean, that that line carries not just the Isaac Hayes song throughout all six minutes of it, but all of the Ghetto boy song from from beginning to end. Um, it is much fainter in, like, um, the Isaac Hayes version, and it's a little sped up, as we heard. Yeah. Uh, but ultimately, the song is, is, is identical. Um, uh, they didn't change much
2: at all, really. I mean, no, they, not they, really. Yeah.
3: Um, so... That's sort of the foundation, right? That's sort of like the the, the foundation of the song. But they also cover another song, uh, which I've never. I, I'm not a huge funk person, so I don't know much about funk in general. I can certainly enjoy it when I hear it; like it's it's pretty cool.
2: But like, I don't know much about funk. I think I would like two funk albums. I've been dabbling in funk, and the more uh, deeper I get in funk, the more I'm like, wow. This, so I've been yeah, I've been doing like some. Uh, Funkadelic, some... Uh, That's one of the two albums that I have, Goosey yeah. Collins, but the, the, like, the deeper you get into it, the more you find out that almost every single song was sampled by somebody. Yes. Like someone named Dr. Dre. I don't know about him, but... I don't know who that guy is. <laughs> so the second song that was sampled, um,
3: which, again, I don't know much about it, it actually took me a while to figure out. Like, I i had to actually co-look it up because i couldn't quite pinpoint it so i'm going to play you the original version first and see if you can determine when in in, in the ghetto boy song it is so this is the original it's at the beginning of the song it's just when they start sampling the song hit it
2: it's thinking here we go.
3: Okay. And then this is where they used it.
2: Sticks in the dark business of bodies being burned. Four walls just staring at a nigger. I'm paranoid sleeping with my finger on the trigger. My mother's always. Did you pick it up?
3: No. It's the I- drums. It it literally is. They just slowed it the fuck down. It's it's just spit down so bad. That's why it took me for a while. Not only that, the version, the 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 snippet of of sample that they use, it's after five minutes and the original song. It's almost towards the end of but the song. But it's
2: also the other sample played with it. It's both songs. Uh you mean like the Isaac Hayes? Yes. Oh uh, it's both it? songs sampled at the same time sticks in the dark pieces of bodies being burned four walls just staring at a nigga I'm i only hear on one set of drums no yes
3: of <laughs> course I, they they, they yeah. laid the the, the, song the, so the second song on top of the, yeah. the, the the isaac hayes guitar riff yeah um so that second song is actually um by i, I never heard of called Graham central station the song is called the jam um have you ever heard heard any of this Graham central Station. gram central, central station it's Detroit. a take on grand central yeah, station yeah, yeah. um So, like I said, honestly, I don't know much about this or who Graham Central Station is or were in general. Um, And like I tell you, I mean, I really had a hard time pinpointing. I mean, you. Yeah. Because I wasn't looking for a spit down. Well,
2: what they used to do before we had the internet is they would go to like thrift shops and just buy stacks of old vinyl. Yeah. And do nothing but sit and listen to old vinyl and find things that they could Mm -hmm. sample out of them.
3: That's why if you look at a lot of the um, old school hip hop songs, like the original hip hop, right. they're sampling shit that today would never get sampled. Like they're sampling like country and bluegrass. Right. And yeah. Like, like, like um, velvet crush, the Tony Bennett type stuff. Like, because that's all they had access to. Like you said, they would just go and buy them at thrift stores. And right. and it was like, there the was no place wanted. to go yeah. download that shit. They yeah. would just
2: find it in this. Yeah. Say, all right. But I would, um, I would, love to be in that room. Just so, oh, me too. Yeah. Uh, so this song, uh,
3: "The Jam," was released in 1975 on the album called "Ain't No About a Doubt." Something I don't know. I was two years, no years old. Ain't no about a doubt it. I guess
2: I was two uh, years old.
3: Yeah, I'm. I'm not gonna say. I again, I'm. I'm a huge, knowledgeable funk person or anything. That's just very superficial. But yeah, it's funk and it's really good funk. Um, I actually do. Um, the the, song, the, the song is really good I was actually listening to it on our way here And I was like really jamming the whole time It's it's, it's really love, cool We'll I do it in the playlist Because yeah. it's it's really really good um, the, 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 the whole Graham Central Station thing Is a reference to the founder Larry Graham Who was part of Sly and the Family Stone mm-hmm. And all who, kind of Japanese to me I know who Sly and the and Family there, Stone I mean, are But that's about it You know it was
2: um, over the summer I was playing a Sly and uh Family Stone song and I didn't realize, I forget which song it was, but that's where Janet Jackson had sampled uh, Rhythm Nation. Oh, I love that song. And I was like, oh, shit, that's where she got that from. Yeah, I mean, I, that happens to me all the time. Janet uh, Jackson does? I wish. but I mean, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm more of like, like a Toya person. But, but no, why I hear samples everywhere I go. I'll be shopping at Lowe's, and they'll be playing something over the speakers some old school R and B or something else. And I'm like, Oh, I, I've heard that song before. And it's like Shaka Khan or something. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nobody does not matter. You know? well,
3: <laughs> that's the thing. Like sampling. I think it's an art form unto itself. Like it some is. people dismiss it. I think we mentioned this in the last time we did a samples episode some people even like 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 genres like laptronica and like more modern like oh guy with a laptop like dude you still couldn't do it like I couldn't yeah. do it I, I don't have the skill set no right. no, do I have the the, the the ear for something like that like people who dismiss electronic music especially just because you put it together with a laptop on a on a program it's not less musical talent than picking up an instrument that is the instrument the laptop right. is the instrument uh,
2: it's just not just not what you're used to right I, I don't know I, I, so I mean Back in the days they used to have to take that record that they sampled from and use that right during live shows to make the mix. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's imagine having to do that shit now. Like it's much easier now to go out there and DJ than it was back in like the late 70s early 80s.
3: So the last sample is hardly even really worth mentioning to be honest with you. Um, it's just a line, really, of actually, which is the the only reason why I kind of even included it is because they sampled themselves. They actually sampled the Ghetto Boys. The Ghetto Boys in this song sampled the Ghetto Boys, a different song. Mm-hmm. Uh, but again, it's just a line. It's not a beat or anything. Mm-hmm. They sampled a line from Mind of a Lunatic uh, that was released in 1990, so a couple of years prior.
2: Which I actually love that album better than... Oh, my God, yeah, yes, yeah. Uh, Motherfucking <laughs> assassins, sorry.
3: Yeah, it's just a brief line and you know it's that line that says I sit alone in my four corner room staring, staring at, candles. at candles. That's that's literally it. Like I'm gonna play it just for the hell of that's it. That's why you have the candle there. That's why I let it tonight. Yeah. So this is the ghetto voice. Again, it's it's hardly even worth discussing it, but just just so you can hear it. Okay, so that's the line, and this is from the original version. Another innocent victim of this homicidal maniac, maniac, maniac.
2: Another innocent victim of this homicidal that's not maniac. It. I sit alone in my poor gone rooms staring at candles. Shame of the people of this man-o. There it is. That song, Mind of a Lunatic.
3: That's a little hard that to whole say-through.
2: album is ruthless. dude. That, that's that. where I believe hardcore rap started. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you could say NWA did gangster rap, LICT, oh, Ghetto Boys from Houston, they Texas. They did horror That horror that's where a lot, we said it earlier, and uh, groups like ICP and Esham, they all agree that's where they got their inspiration to make what they did. Yeah. From the Ghetto Boys. Which, after that album, that was a, a four man crew after the album the fourth guy said i'm out did you ever see the movie cb4 yes
3: <laughs> it's kind of based on the ghetto yes, boys yeah yeah if you guys have never seen cb4 you really should it's it's fucking hilarious chris rock yeah chris rock and what's the gate the name of the guy who played uh, uh jason and jason's lyric uh, he also played know. uh in uh new jack city uh what was his name Nino's, Nino Brown's right hand man. I'm uh, on my brother's keeper. Who was? That's the name of that
2: actor. I forget his name.
3: Yeah. All right. So are you ready to move on to the next song?
2: Oh, I'm, I'm excited about this
3: one. Yeah. So.
2: Because it samples. I love my her favorite band. I band love band. her.
3: Yeah. Well, that too. But I love her. I, they, you know, the, the sample. But I, I just like her, and then her whole take on. She like,
2: is more gangster than the Ghetto Boys is, in my opinion.
3: Yeah. yeah um just her whole take on like you know the themes of like um being born abroad and coming here and kind of maybe being americanized and dealing with international issues and whatnot and i saw her live once actually when she was like pregnant as hell did
2: you really yeah i'm
3: jealous um i love her so it's it's mia or missing in action uh and this is uh paper plane so let's listen to that first and then we'll talk about it If you don't know who that sample is at this point, you ain't punk. We ain't <laughs> friends, man. That's so <laughs> not punk. we you catch me
1: at the border i get if you come
3: i Oh, yeah. I love I love her voice I love her music I love her take to hip hop Which it is Because she's considered a rapper But it's not strictly rap I love that
2: about her Kind of like Santigold Right I love Santigold yeah. I saw her open for the Beastie Boys Oh I've never seen Santigold oh, that no,
3: That's on my bucket If she comes yeah. to Charlotte yeah. I don't care We're yeah. going to see Santigold
2: um, it was a weird lineup, though. It was uh, Santi Gold, Cheryl Crow, and then uh, the Beastie Boys. Fuck, how did Cheryl Crow get in there? Rock the Voltour. Oh, yeah. Fucking liberals.
1: <laughs>
2: I, I think Cheryl Crow's out, though. Yeah, so, Anyways. do you
3: know her real name?
2: I've, I've heard it before. Okay, well, I'm going I'm, I'm to, because though.
3: you're hilarious, I'm going to let you try to uh, pronounce it. Fuck you, man. Go
2: on. Masgani, maya Abadusum. I
1: <laughs> wasn't
3: even close. I'm not gonna do much of a better job. Yeah, I was it. so
0: close. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'm not gonna do much of a better job. But it's Scott, apparently is <laughs> <apparently it's laughs> Matangi Maya Arupragazam. That's the only attempt I'm making. Right. I'm pretty sure I butchered this shit. I do Close. Yeah. Um, so, you know, if you've been living in a rock for the past 15 years, um, that was MIA. Um, she's a British rapper slash singer. Um, I mean, most of her music I was saying earlier is, is really known for combining a lot of elements of like hip hop and rap, alternative dance, electronic and right. world music in general with electric instruments and, and samples. Right. So, it's so, Pretty much hip hop and rap, but from somebody who obviously wasn't born here. So, so it's right. not just like um, in a way, you know, if, if you're from a specific area, you're kind of just tied to that area. So a lot of our hip hop is just tied to what we know here in the United States. So I think hers just kind of breaks a lot of those boundaries. And, and I think that's why right.
2: it's so, so it works so well. That so, was her big, like. That was her major hit. Breakthrough hit though. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, the only big one that people may have heard of, um, if you don't really know her, discography which again i own most of her albums it was uh bad
2: girls right yeah. and i downloaded that on limewire
3: wow. did you a long time ago yeah, yeah
2: i had limewire too yeah um
3: it was free sorry yeah hey I, know, at that point we didn't know now we do now we yeah. know better um so yeah so that was paper planes uh which which <laughs> i got a lot
2: of viruses in our oh my god me
0: too yeah <laughs>
3: <laughs> it, that is not what i thought i downloaded it was, that's the Venga music voice. wasn't the
2: only thing i downloaded on limewire and now it's all gone um
3: so yeah that was paper planes which was <laughs> her major hit um and it does contain like we talked about which is why yeah. we picked it because we both love it but it does contain a pretty cool sample um and the other sample that we're going to talk about is a little debatable if it actually is a sample or just an coincidence. you know coincidence. I, you I, know what i'm I, talking about right yeah i do yeah. and
2: i listened to them of course we don't know the main run um right but the, the other one i'm like i'm not too sure about it I'm, so, yeah. I'm, I'm with you i'm yeah. with
3: you i'm with you uh so paper planes was recording in 2007 but not released until 2008 in her debut album and kala uh I, one thing i did not know until i started researching this um is that it was co-written and produced by diplo who i love i think it's a major laser Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. He did uh, oh he's done I didn't great, know that. But yeah, he, yeah. He, he, I didn't he, know that either. Yeah. I used to I mean I've been listening to Diplo for fuck as long as I can remember at this point. Um again, Major Laser was kind of my introduction to Diplo, yes. and yeah. then um because I was fascinated with like dance hall, Jamaican stuff, like Shakadima's and pliers I, type I, stuff. Yeah, and that's I, what he was doing. Yes.
2: Um so that's how I kind of got introduced. Usually if you now that I think back in the song at all. makes sense.
3: Yeah, 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 yeah. definitely. He he was obsessed with that sort of stuff too. Um, So for this specific song, she drew inspirations for the lyrics because she was having issues getting a work, this is a pretty well-known story about the song, Uh, having having issues getting a work permit to the United States and said that the issue was probably uh, them, meaning the American government, thinking that she might fly a plane into the Trade Center. If you don't know, she is uh, British, but she's actually of Middle Eastern descent. Uh, I, I can't i don't know i believe it's pakistani might be saudi i think it's right. saudi might be saudi arabian don't no don't quote me on any of that shit, she actually
2: got deported right oh no no but she got banned from the country so, yeah, yeah so she so. she couldn't tour her for a while yeah um so she wrote
3: the song as a, as a satire for the american perception of immigrants from war-torn countries which is obviously where kind that she comes from but not because she's british so you know take it for what it is um, anyways so ooh, i'll ooh, let ooh. you talk about the uh the first sample because i know so you live and
2: die for this band I, d- I do it's it's on the it's on my jacket it's, it'll it'll be in my heart forever uh um, everybody's on your jacket <sighs> Come on, artist. uh no it's it's the clash uh straight down so, oh yeah. The, yeah okay the, the big, one. Yeah. big one Watch. All yeah all right so this is the original um
3: the original version by the clash I, give it a second maybe I, I have t-mobile there it is they're they're not verizon okay
2: you know i found this single one vinyl for like a dollar i think i have it too yeah it was like a few dollars it's a cool album cover though it's just like a skull with like some cards <laughs> and some arrows and it's simply says I know I sound um, yeah.
3: combat rock which is where this song comes well, from on, and the, on the B side is combat rock so it's a double A side let's call it it's a double A side but obviously fairly I so when you, you saw the line right off the bat I mean it's the same line that um, MIA uses for pretty much the entire song right I mean right. It's, it's there yeah. um, so now I, this the interesting thing about this it is not a sample it's an interpolation want well, to let the audio engineer explain what that is.
0: <laughs> interpolation. Uh, so it's like a reverse of the beat.
3: No. Damn it. Really? But anyway, it's the same thing. An interpolation means that they actually re recorded the song. So if you listen to it, it's actually slightly different. So. That's they what, well, that, that's they, what it they, is. The, yeah, this. they didn't just sample it. They like re recorded it and they, they laid it on, on that track.
0: Yeah.
2: Isn't yeah. that what? vanilla i said too he didn't yeah, yeah he, That's he, what he changed said. out the oh, sh-
0: that first time will sound like david bowie you think yeah
3: Could could be could be
0: um so
3: yeah i mean that was that wasn't uh, the clashes 1982 straight to hell like you said which again carries most that- of the tune um, like I said, th- th- it's not really a simple, <laughs> it's an interpolation, which is they actually re-recorded that part of the song and then that's what they use. So as a result, they actually, the Clash has co-writing records of that song with M.I.A. and Diplo. So that's kind of cool because um, even though they didn't write any other of, of, of paper planes, they actually, um, uh, they always go down in history as being, being uh, co-writers of the song uh strike to hell is from the combat rock album which is one of my favorite albums by the clash i love the clash not as much as he does but i I absolutely love the clash i don't know why they're considered punk to be honest with you but sure okay we'll go with that um so it was released like i said as a double a side um single with should i stay or should i go which i actually prefer that song to this one but again that's just preference uh in 82 and 12 inch um You know, and like most of the clashes songs, this song also kind of has to do with like the the decline of adjusting that ranges from shutting down of steel uh, mills in northern England to unemployment spanning generations, alienation of non-English speakers, immigrants in British and American society. Uh, Then like a couple of verses later, it goes into like talk about like the abandonment of children. Um, in Vietnam, fathered by American soldiers, which, you know, it's also kind of, and then the last verse talks about Puerto Rican gentrification in, in, in the United States in New York specifically. So, you know, I'm always very political. I was a super politically charged band. Um, and uh, I, I love him for that because that's, that's kind of what, what I'm about. Right. So um, I think they used it amazingly in that concept. I mean, then they, 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 you know, with the gunshots and, 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 just a the theme of the song. And if you've seen the video, it's, it's just very, I don't know. It's, it's uplifting, uh, in a, in an angry sort of way, like in a, in a dis, disenfranchised sort of way. So it, it's pretty really cool. It talks about, you know, or the video is just, just shows you that, you know, a lot of Im- immigrants come in are seen the way they're seen, especially if you come from areas that are, you know, considered, not the most trustworthy, which, you know, fair, but at the same time, you, know, you can't make that blanket statement about every person that comes from that area. Right. So right. I think that was the whole cool concept. So, there we go. Uh, so the other song that they allegedly sample, and again, this is kind of still up for the bay and I guess we're going to kind of leave it up for, um, you know, but I'm with you. I, I, I don't, I think it was just a coincidence um, is uh, a song that I, I, I absolutely fucking love in a very cheesy not serious way but i think it's a great song uh is a uh, rum shaker the radio mix specifically by rex in effect
1: mm.
3: i mean everybody knows great that song, song. right G- uh, red girl i mean red girl yeah. uh, a girl in the beach the bikini with the saxophone zoom that's zoom the song. zoom in yeah. a boom boom yeah yeah, yeah yeah uh so let's let's uh, uh, let's Let's play the two little samples and then we'll we'll kind of talk about it because again I think it's a freaking stretch. But this is I'm gonna play MIA's, I don't know why I keep calling her Mia. Mia's version first because again it's a stretch. This is what your she's what people say she sampled. So you all know that part, if you yeah. know that song. Like it's a, the best part of the song, in my opinion. Um, I, I love like she, how she does the, the gunshots and the cash register. I, I think it's a genius song. But anyway. And this is what they claim she's sampling. No. So I, I'm with it, because Ernie just shaked his head, too. Uh, sugar, no. yeah, it don't
0: even—it's not even the same Wait, timing.
2: It's the same rhythm, as far as I—I I, I won't say a sample. It's just all right. I don't know how to quite explain what I'm trying to say. It's—it's it's the same fashion. Same it's the same beat. It's the same beat, as far as how it goes, as far as minutes and tracks and beats. But it's not the same song. Yeah. It's not the same song.
3: So no. I, I'm nah. with you. Again, 100% with them. I mean, This was a little harder. I had to listen to it over and over and over. And over. I actually called my daughter and her girlfriend. I was like, hey, do me remember? Because I, they helped me out a lot with this. Like, listen to this, listen to this. And they're like, eh. So, I mean, this is the chorus of the song, um, obviously, for both songs. And I think the only two similarities are that they both use this, the sentence, all I want to do is... Um, you know, and then it goes into something. Uh, so in the MIA version, she goes, all I want to do is, and then there's three gunshots. And in the, um, in the Rex and FX version says, all I want to do is, and it goes, zoom, zoom, zoom. But yeah, I mean, the three gunshots, people are claiming, yeah, that is the replacement of zoom, zoom, zoom. Uh, so I, there's some validity to it. I just don't see enough meat there to I chew mean, on. No, that's, I guess a, that's a that's stretch. Right. That Yes, I'm right, with you, 100%. Yeah. Um, so, you know, that, that rex, rex and effects release from, rump, uh, rump shaker.
2: which in its own effect is a great song. I love that song. Um, I fucking love that song. Two great music producers finally got together and mm-hmm. made an album together. And that was a great song. Well,
3: and one of them was Teddy Riley's brother. Do you remember Teddy Riley? Yes. Yeah. I do. I um, the, so he the, actually the does guest, uh, guest voice in that and our guest vocals in that and, in, in uh, uh, rump shaker, um, so, yeah, I think that's a great song. I mean, is it cheesy? Is it lame? Is it like, I'm not going to put it in any top it, list of it, it or anything, used but it's to fun.
2: pack Dance Floor, that song, yeah, yeah. back in the 90s, which you're a 90s guy. I'm a 75 guy, yeah. So I've been you around said, for a wait, while. Yeah, I mean, it's in, <laughs> wait, last podcast, you said the 90s sucked and the 80s were awesome. So no, I'm I sorry, didn't. I'm sorry. I'm, oh, sorry. I'm sorry. The I'm other sorry. Way it's, around. Back, it's back. It's back. You said the 80s sucked. The 90s were awesome. And
3: the 90s did suck, too. Every decade sucks really i was actually listening to the top songs of 1996 and aside from like alanis morissette and i think there were like two or three more that were everything was like oh my god this is really what we used to listen to in 1996 it was all like euro trash electro
0: crap like it was not if you listen to like most radio music has always been crap
2: sure that's my point right and that's been our point for a while on this podcast like you are fed radio music that you think is good. Like if you go to a red hot chili pepper, so uh, people will stand and cheer for songs that they heard on the radio. The songs aren't necessarily good, but they know that song because they've heard it yeah. on the radio.
3: And that's, you know, I, I think one of the things that I try to avoid, and I know we're kind of deviating from the rest of this what we're doing, but one of the things I would that I never do uh, that, no. shocker squirrels, <laughs> um, like, I, like if, if you grow stagnant of like, your music days like a lot of the i see a lot of people posting shit on social media like oh back in my day this music was and they post something like rio speedwagon it's like fuck you i'm younger than you and that sucked to me you know that what was awful
2: sorry i'm gonna bring this up since you said rio speedwagon i'm kind of pissed <laughs> i'm kind of pissed so a man and i went and saw the fucking english beat on sunday It's totally relatable and all this, it is, it is and I, they were checking out my vest and they're like, oh, where's all the Scott bands? And I was like, Hey, I showed them the back. They're like, where's your Ariel speedwagon patch? Oh, and I was like, fuck you guys. <laughs> I said, Hey, is Dave going to come out and meet us? He's like, uh, you, you can go knock on the door of the trailer.
3: I'm so, definitely getting an ELO patch.
2: So I did. I went and knocked on Dave's trailer. I'm like, is Dave going to come out? They're like, uh, uh no, no, let me guess. They said, Dave's not here. Dave <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking the
0: same thing. I was no. thinking the same
2: thing.
0: Who? No, He's Dave, not here, man.
2: <laughs> Dave who? They're like, no, nah, Dave's in the shower. I'm like, well, that sucks. But Anyway, sorry. But Get, get back to it. Yeah, go ahead. yeah So I, you know, I listen to a
3: lot of, like, what the girls are listening to, and I pay attention, and they, you know, and they've taught me a lot to, so i don't grow stagnant so i hope i'm not the type of person who's gonna like and i know i talk a lot of shit like people are like, oh your music sucks whatever but I do like this, honestly I'm, I'm like a- i i i i like it all for the most part even the stuff that our old intern like that i typically don't like like i could probably sit so through night. it I, I went through a slipknot show you did. And I was, it was okay. It wasn't the worst I mean,
0: thing I've on the seen planet.
2: It twice. Yeah.
0: I mean, you almost stayed through a five-finger death punch Almost. <laughs> I,
2: I that, did that, not. That was, that was a little pain. You I did, did not. not. You did not. I bailed. But I'll be <laughs>
3: honest. I was You did stay fucking, through
0: Shinedown. I-, I, I
3: I quite enjoy Shinedown. I think they're good. I always thought they're I good. I yeah. quite enjoy that show. I'm go not World gonna 2? go and listen to them. I'm not gonna go and buy their albums or anything. But I quite enjoy that show. And honestly, the girls as much as I like, like you know, like say, oh, we have a lot of different music, whatever, whatever, whatever. But they've taken me to some shows. What was the other one? Um, Nonpoint. I fucking love Nonpoint. I know yeah, that was a great show. Fuck actually, they were. Oh,
2: I
0: but do like Nonpoint. I always liked them. They're I really great. liked them. I was
3: sleeping. I was sleeping on that band because yeah, they're they're really good. I mean, yeah. again, not what I. T- typically would listen to but, but I'm right, glad that they did right. because
2: I, I enjoyed it. But like, seeing well, a band like Nonpoint in a small venue makes it so much better than going to see a band like nonpoint out at Verizon with a thousand people and you're a million miles away. Yeah. From when the you stage. and I
3: when you and I went to uh, Riot Fest, I had not been yeah. to a large scale festival since the late 90s. And there right. was a reason for it. And if you remember I was kind of bitching to you about yeah. it. It's like this is not how I consume music. Me this either. is not no. Oh, I, I, this, I, this sucks like this is like thousands of thousands of people in these open areas and like yep. that's not that's not punk right. that's like that's
1: that's <laughs> like, <laughs> this no, is not it how was, i consume
3: music like, it was take very me to punk, a show in a small venue that's it's intimacy with the music that i'm looking for right and and, and those three-day fucking don't get me wrong i fucking love i saw Devo, I saw Run Joe We saw some of my musical heroes. Back on track, so yeah. I mean, this uh, again. I, I don't think it is. I think it's just a coincidence. But this song, um, which again I I I really do love, is just an, an, a, an amalgam of of like a, a sample after sample after sample. The saxophone sample is from a song from 1972 called "Darkest Light" by Lafayette Afro Rock Band. Never heard of them.
2: Didn't this song be was the main song and the soundtrack for the? Uh, pineapple express never seen that movie yes i oh, yeah. believe that's where the song got its headway from it was the
3: the drum sample was from midnight theme by manzel never heard of that either other samples included Scratchin' by the magic disco machine never heard of that blues and pants by james brown the vocals come on that's all it is that's all the sample Just Anything come from on. Jim, yeah.
2: james brown's awesome
3: riley's rum shaker remix that's That's a piano sample from blind allen and the emotions i don't know any of this stuff um so uh, very popular song i still don't think this was part of but the
2: main one was the clash
3: yes yes correct i think i i think the only which again was not a sample but the only thing that they used that became could be considered a sample was The Clash. I agree with you 100%. Other than that, I think people are just making parallels that aren't quite there. But okay, sure, we can speculate. Um, Regardless, great song. So since we're already wasted shit tons of time, let's go to the next one.
2: And that is... That is uh, Mr. Beck. Loser.
3: One of my favorite things about this song... Uh, is that Did you know Like after After he goes um, uh,
2: I'm a loser what was it? I'm a loser baby It's why don't you kill me
3: Yeah but like The, the thing he says Right before that Do yeah. you know what it is
2: it, It's in Spanish Yeah
3: I did not know that Until like the 2000s It so, says I'm a loser In Spanish
2: So I've asked Many people who are Spanish I'm like What's this song That are like my old neighbor Joe, I used to ask him, like, well, what's the say? He's like, I don't know. I'm like, yeah, you do. You don't fucking no. tell me. Well,
3: yeah, I did not know. I actually had to read it because. <laughs> phonetically, it doesn't quite sound like what he's saying, right. so I can definitely vouch for that. Now, but yeah, he, he says, Soy un perdedor, which it should be said, Soy un perdedor, which is I'm a loser.
2: Okay. okay right. Yeah. And then there's one point in the song where he, something goes, he says something backwards, and I'm assuming that's Loser just oh, played backwards, yeah. But uh, so
3: his second album, I think it was his second album, it was called Odalei. Remember yeah, that? Yes. You know what that is, right? No. It's the way we so. in Mexico or Mexicans say orale. That's like a guy, we don't say okay, we say orale. Okay. All like right. if you say, hey, let's go to the bar and say like, orale. That means so okay. Wait. And that's how he, he just spelled it the way he would say it, which is orale. I
0: think Max, I'm going to use that from now on. Orale. California. You want another shot? Orale. Yeah. Orale. Orale.
2: That, uh, that was not. That was not a serious request. Yeah, it was. Uh, it's uh, awesome. though. We got a little bit left, so we're officially out of liquor.
3: Beck is. I think Beck's music is way above my head. Beck, I, 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 I love it. I love everything. But if I were to say, do I listen to Beck with any regularity? No, because that music is so complex. It's It's way above my head. It's
2: always something in the background for me. If it's on, I love it. I once saw Beck two years ago out of Verizon. He actually opened with this song. But I think a lot of Beck's stuff, this is one of the very few songs that I actually sampled anything for. Because most of the stuff, he makes his own music. He doesn't have to... Sample shit, and he makes and like after this album, uh, it was all live instruments. Like he didn't, he didn't really. Sample.
3: But a lot of bands did that. Where like the first album was a major, like mainstream success, and their subsequent albums were more like underground hits. Like you know, you can think of like people like um, Radiohead or like uh, who are the ones to do uh, uh, "She Don't Use Butter" that we saw at that same show. Um, uh, like, lips. Chain, yeah, Flaming Lips. Left. You can tell a lot of those bands like changed for the better because they became a lot more in touch with the, what they were trying right, to do yeah. and not appeal to the masses. I think egg like, falls into that category. This album when it
2: came out was almost like it came out at the same time the Beastie Boys, but uh check your head. The same like year. And it was very matched up to almost the same type of album as Check your head. Although we can do a whole episode on samples on check your head. they just the Beastie Boys in general. There I mean, like the opening one was uh, "Cheap Cheap Tricks." This is the first song of our new album. Was was a right. sample from uh, "Cheap Tricks." So, but
3: go ahead, finish.
2: But I'm saying, but Beck didn't do many samples of, of after the, the album. first right, album after, after the first album. Right, yeah. So after next that.
3: year, April. Of next year, yeah. High Water Music Festival, Amanda and I already in, headlined by Beck, Rainbow Kitten Surprise, and Wilco.
2: Um, I'm I'm not a big fan of Wilco, but I would go see Beck well with like, I'm with you with like minded people. Just right? like just like
3: always for me, the mid-carters are the best. Big boy. Yeah. Um, yep. Um, um yeah, asked, yeah. uh, Sierra Farrell. Yeah. Uh Ezra Furman, SG Goodman, and uh she returns for more. That's who I want to see. Yes, and, okay. And, and, I, I don't Where dislike Wilco. I'm just not a huge fan of him. Uh, it is in, I don't know, somewhere.
2: Hopefully somewhere. In, in Charleston. All right, perfect. That's not a hard drive.
3: So, okay, because I didn't get to do research on this fucking song. It's all on you now. Yeah, I didn't much of
2: research either. But
3: it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that's a shocker.
2: Oh, there's not much. I do know the first song. Well, I do know both of them, but I didn't. Well, no, there's, from what I researched, there's only one that he really. Songs, yes. Sampled from it. Uh, It's a great song. Uh, Which is pretty much the whole thing.
3: Like, it's. It's it's not, he didn't sample the whole. No, even the guitar.
2: Once um, you hear it. So it's. Is it on your app? Yeah. All right. I actually prepared for this. No, no, I did too. <laughs> I was a blade out of Spotify, not. not off so, of that, so. the
3: song, which is kind of actually the whole thing, even the guitar, uh, which at right. first I didn't realize that the guitar was part of it too. You just have to listen to the song long enough to go to the actual, like, like little, like, almost violent femmes, loose strings right. sort of but string, he's,
2: thing going. But it was that song and also like clips from like an old race. Yeah, film that sampled, So
3: yeah. the song, and, and we're gonna play it here in a second. It's called "I Walk on Gilded Splinters" by yes. Johnny Jenkins. No fucking idea. I,
0: I, I had no is. idea.
2: I had no never idea this, this guy. Guy. song was.
0: I think I went to school with that guy.
2: You probably did, Ernest. I <laughs> had no idea this song was even sampled. um Most samples I know, but this was I had.
3: Yeah, no I no never yeah. heard of this stuff before. No. But um,
2: play it, and it's and uh, I mean. It, so it starts gonna say, out like kind of first version then you hear. Yeah,
3: so right we're gonna start away. with Beck's version first because right, I mean yeah. that's what we know. So um, that's what we're gonna
2: start with. I mean that's, yeah. and this is Beck's Beck's first big hit. And he was super young, and this song became this was a, sm- a smash hit for. Him. This is probably bigger than anything else except up until um, the, the Devil's yeah. Haircut right yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: um uh, and also that video if you don't and again i know we're not necessarily i think we're going back thanks to youtube to the to the era of the video but like video was still vital back then and that video for this song was pretty it was cool. and it was like
2: a Bigfoot stop, video stop
3: motion it was stop motion
2: yeah it was like oh is that you know, like the weird Bigfoot video off someone's phone or yeah, something. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Because we didn't have so like this then, yeah. is
3: the original song. We're going to play it a little bit because it actually does take a second or two to get it, to the actual guitar yeah, part I, of
2: it. And I this was is, shocked. I was like, all right, I didn't realize yeah. back actually.
3: Johnny Jenkins, I Walk on Gilded Splinters. I mean, it's right there. You hear it right off yeah, the bat. But
2: you don't want hear this until.
3: So the only thing you're missing is that ding, 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 hey. ding, 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 and it comes in later. You just slowed this down a bit.
2: But this song, I actually love this song.
3: Oh, I love this when I heard yeah, it. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm actually going to look for some of this behind it. Well, that part's not sample. Or maybe it is, and that's the part of slow down. But I know that that guitar comes in a little later. That's the yes. guitar portion that's slowed down.
2: This is great. I love it. This, yeah. 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 this. This is fucking phenomenal, We could have played yeah. his own song and just dance all night. Yeah. This is not great. Yeah. I don't know who this guy is. I'm about to find all this music. fucking This is awesome. Produced a song by himself. This is all him. He didn't, he didn't bring in anyone to produce a song for him. Beck did this whole album by himself. And that's, he's, he's done almost all of his albums by himself. Yeah. Because and, he's an
3: amazing And he plays every fucking instrument on yeah. his albums by himself. So, I. I wish I could talk a little more at length about this gentleman and his music, but I really don't know anything. But I can guarantee you that out of all the things that we've heard today, that's the one thing I'm going to start looking for because I was fascinated by this stuff. The other sample, as you mentioned, is not actually from a song; it's a music, it's, it's a movie, it's Sorry. a
2: movie, it's a
3: race film. Uh, yeah. Um, so let's listen to it real quick because it actually took me a while to find it. Not not the movie, but the where in, in the
2: song it was, Ooh. where the sample wasn't a song. We're and, about to get crazy yeah. with the Cheese Whiz.
0: <laughs> Things are going to change. I can feel it.
2: I say that all the time at work, and no one gets my puns.
3: So literally there's no other thing to play. That is right. the line from the movie, is, yeah. right? Like that's, that's, that's all there Things is are to it. change. I'm a, and I'm I never heard of this movie. Um, but the line is taken from this actor called Thomas Hendricks. Um, the name of the character in the movie that this actor played is Chance. Um, the movie, the name of the movie is Kill the Moonlight, which is from 1994, but I saw some of the footage. It looks like it's from the fucking seventies. They literally shot it on like
2: Wait, Betamax or something. That was from nineties. Does it not look on, like, like from the seventies? I thought the album came out in, like, 92, though. So how did the movie come out 94? Uh, According
3: to Wikipedia, this movie came to...
2: I don't know. No, that, that came out the year I graduated high school. I swore it did. Maybe I'm wrong. Oh, because... No, you're right. Because check Your Head didn't come out till 94, I think. Um...
3: X loser came out in 93. So you're right. I don't know how in yeah, 1994. I, movie got I, there.
2: I swore that it was after album.
3: But I, I'll, I'll, I'll look at it a little bit yeah. deeper. But uh, from the notes I have, that movie was released in 1994. Uh, we need some fact checkers. Yes. Well, yeah. they all quit on us because. Yeah.
2: Hey, why don't you? Do, uh, he brought beer. <laughs> <off>. <laughs> uh, maybe it was in 1994,
3: but I thought that's what it says. But again, I've never seen this movie. Um, the the, the line line uh, in the even in the song comes almost the three minute mark, and it's you know I'm a driver, I'm a winner, things are gonna change. I can you feel, feel it. it. Yeah. Uh. So, from what little I read about the movie, Kill the Moonlight, which is the name of the movie, is sort of about a loser finding his way through LA. So it makes sense that yeah. he would yeah. pick that. Um, it's on the many sub encounters he experiences throughout this his his journey there. Um, it that movie from what little I understand falls in like the folk art, modern art picture house type thing. I don't know what it is, but I'm going to fucking find it. I'm going to watch it because I'm interested. Like, so I was reading some of the reviews about the movie. One of my favorite movies of all times is Robert Linklater's slacker, which is a movie about literally nothing. People talk about Seinfeld's about nothing. No, Seinfeld's about something. It's about a bunch of fucking yuppies in New York slacker is about literally nothing but in uh dallas in in the late 80s early 90s just a bunch of fucking slackers in the 80s And this movie has about three thousand cuts and it just goes from character to character like there's no storyline there's no arch there's nothing it just goes through a bunch of random people and that's the whole movie um apparently whomever reviewed several of these uh the, the, this movie that we're talking about said that this was actually better than slacker so
2: I have to go watch it. You now. know what? Maybe we should go up with some samples to use for our podcast, just like little movie clips for our podcast. For our podcast. I, I, okay. Hey, it's Friday. You ain't gonna do shit. I'm gonna get you high today. Shit like that. <laughs> so bipolar. You are. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like you already you day off. You
0: already did. All right. All right. All right. There's <laughs> a lead into right. one episode. So you That's know. Right. There you go. What it's funny anyway.
3: so those were the three songs those that we right. sort of
0: deconstructed
3: um I, I i i love these episodes because one it helps me find a lot of weird things that a lot
2: of new music
3: well right? yeah but things that you're already you know you're already gonna like for example let's say you've never heard the clash and you love paper planes you already love that rift, right? You're already like, ding, right. ding. and that's, so then you're going to know, you're going to love what they sample because right. you already love what they did with
2: it. And the clash album, that album's a great gateway album to start out with. If you love the clash, if you want to get into the clash, you start there and then you move on to other clash albums, Right.
3: So, yeah, yeah. So again, I, I love it because we find a lot of different things, but I also love it because, um, it, it really validates in my opinion the art of sampling and mixing and and, and interpolating right. and 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 doing all these things with you know it's almost like coding in a way if, if you're like at all into coding um you know somebody's just take snippets of data and you create something completely new out of something uh, of snippets of something else and I, that's how i see sampling Right? It's, it's it's you take snippets of something else and you create a, a collage or a mosaic of things and and I think it's a very valid art fort and I think people should continue to do it because um I don't know if you' ever heard of girl talk Girl talk is a laptronica artist and it's, you know he's been around for well over 10 I years am, yes yeah and that's all he does right he just takes all this old school hip-hop and he just kind of mixes it together yes. and, and 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 so I think Sampling should be here to say. I know it's taking a whole new form with electronic because they don't have to spin records or anything like that. But sure, fuck it. Why not? Like you I, know, you know
2: I, evolution. I encourage sampling because there's a lot of new especially hip hop right now that just uses that same beat, that same tick, tick, tick. That like, fucking hi-hat shit. Yes, yeah. it uses the same shit over and over and they use the damn voiceover shit. I'm like, man, come up with something original. Um I was, you know, yesterday was uh my daughter's birthday, so we let her control the music in the car <laughs> on the way out to go to go eat dinner. And I I I have to say Jay Cole's music was pretty good it was pretty solid Mm -hmm. um there was a bunch of other shit she played i'm like "Ah, this is but but that's why i
3: said like i pay
2: attention and i actually the girls and i have listening
3: sessions together they listen to some of my old ass fucking shit and i listen Mm -hmm. to a lot of their stuff and a lot of times they don't like what i listen to and a lot of times they don't i don't like what they listen to but Mm -hmm. when we go in the car especially on road trips we play round robin Uh,
2: you you have to yeah i say one
3: song each and then that's how we no, learn a lot of these things. Like, I'd okay. say
2: like an hour each. I mean, no, sorry.
3: we, we yeah. go one side. but see, okay. but it's so interactive with us. It's like, who's next? Oh, we're going to play this. Oh, play that. So it, it, it allows us to not only listen to a lot of things together, but actually interact during that whole trip. So we're not out there just like staring into nothing the whole right. time. Yeah. Because music is the focus of our road trip.
0: You're shaking your head. <laughs> you know what I was like, every time I take a road trip with a family, everyone has their earbuds and they listen to what they want to listen to. And that's it.
3: Nope. No,
0: No, not our door I door. was,
2: no, when we listened and I asked the free coasters that, that question, I was kind of bummed that he said that John said, he said, him and Claire, are the only two that listen to actual music in the bus. Cause the rest of the crew has in their air, their earbuds. So I was kind of like, ah, I wish the whole band jammed out to us album that they could all be in, influenced on but oh well uh. anyways uh you got any plans for the week you got any plans to our next podcast um so no not really no i uh, i'm supposed to go to a show with my friend brantley but i kind of fucked up because of to i take it so yeah, yeah.
3: I, I don't. I don't really have much. Really of expensive. It's sold up. out now. So um, we're. I have, you
2: have th- to go show up and
3: things are a little a little down at the house. We would lost our 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 dog. So sorry, man. Um, but, but
2: not a dog's the worst thing in the world.
3: Yeah. So Ladybug had been with
2: us for well over a decade, and dogs are on, unconditional love. They don't care. So yeah, I mean,
3: and um, so over the weekend, she she. She went from being a full healthy dog to to just being a pile of of um, um, uh, seizures, mm-hmm. um, literally in, in 48 hours. Um, we we're gonna take her to a neurologist, but unfortunately, we there wasn't enough time. Um, the, the, the appointments were too far out, so we just had to make the
2: decision and yeah so that's the so worst now, thing like we just all been kind
3: of just sitting but at home and dealing with
2: that long run it's better yeah, for the
3: dog so oh yeah yeah we yeah, certainly did yeah. not her yeah. to to you know but no um haven't really oh no yeah last uh you were with me for part of that we went to see star crawler that was uh, fucking shit. amazing hey, we to i the forgot about the that cider fest yeah we went to Cider Fest, which, yeah, that was great. Uh, but we uh, went to see Starcrawler, which is, if you guys have never heard of Starcrawler, is these teeny bopper little punk kids uh, out of L.A. who are fucking amazing. And it's more of the pop punk thing. They have, and, and they're, they're they're very great. talented. Yeah, and they played out Reaper Record, one of the, Reaper Record, Reco- they're called Reaper, Reaper Record. Reaper
2: Record, now. They're not
3: records, they're the,
2: Reaper Record. Well, he had the... Re- rebranded so i didn't know that um the s is gone yeah
3: yeah so um yeah they played a very small intimate acoustic show at at repo before they went to snug harbor and played. we didn't go to the full show um because we're old because ass we're fucking old, men yeah,
1: yeah.
3: <laughs> they didn't go on till almost midnight and we we're like Ugh.
2: um i had a heavy intention of going like to i'm the running show. out of bengay i gotta go to target yeah um
3: but that was literally about the only thing i've done
2: we did that week. and we did uh fest at the um yeah Brad, Red, Clay, Red Clay Cider works. That was a great. Uh, you went
3: to see the English Beat? Did we already talk oh, about?
2: that? Oh man, that was a great show.
3: I missed that show. Did we you talk know, about it, it in the last it, episode?
2: No, we didn't. It was a weird show because there was no opener.
3: That is weird. It was
2: just the <laughs> English Beat. They came out at about eight thirty. They were done at about ten. Uh, it was a very older crowd, and it was funny because they're you know they're all on stage talking about. Skinheads and punks and everything else and you, that's that's definitely just not existing show. I sure was life. like guys, old folks guys. <laughs> Me and Amanda were probably the only two punks in the in the crowd, but whatever. Um great show though. I mean I danced my ass off that. So what whole are you have
3: coming up? Uh
2: coming up, supposed to go to the uh the show on Sunday, but I'm probably not going to that show. What show? Uh Armin Arth, Arth. Oh, so I want to go to it's that, not out. for
3: that band, but I want to go there for Carcass and Obituary. Yes, it's like sold that, out. I would, is it? I would have I gone to see Carcass and Obituary, not- and Cattle
2: Decapitation. Never heard of them. Not never me never either, but go.
3: But yeah, definitely like um, Carcass and Obituary are old school, yes. late 80s, early 90s. Yes. Death metal from fucking- I want to like go Florida. so
2: bad. And my friend Brantley is like, hey man, you need to buy your ticket. You need to buy North your Florida? ticket. Uh I didn't buy it. Now they're sold out. So
3: you're not going, Brentley?
2: Uh, oh, you buy? Do you he, got tickets? He, he, he bought his ticket out. when it first he was proactive. On sale. Yeah, he told me five times. Next line.
3: time, tell me. I mean, not for the headliner, but definitely like old yeah. school metal. I mean, yeah. death metal. I'm I'm all for that shit.
2: Yeah, that'll be some major patches. So what about to, you, Mister Engineer? <laughs>
0: I yeah, you know our um our veterans brewery tour was a bust. So I, I guess uh I what was it? Uh uh It was on a Friday. Though, something right? about Nicole. Who's who's that? Fuck is Nicole. It's like hurricane that became a tropical depression oh, yeah. and dumped a bunch of rain on us, so nobody wanted to come out for uh the Veterans Brewery tour. So I did meet you. Yes, you did eventually. I think you came to the last stop, right? I was on stop, I was right? three stops. Last three stops? I was on <laughs> dad's duty that night sorry And then i went you were not at 1873
3: no sugar creek yeah,
0: sugar that, creek that was the last stop
3: oh uh, well then we went to protagonist and omb after that
0: oh yeah that well yeah and then i went those were not part and of the brewery to a, tour
3: well but i was there sir
0: <laughs> yes you were
3: i was there um
2: earnest had- me like two o'clock in the afternoon what are you doing i'm like i'm working he's like i'm like i'm out of work soon he's like well come on i'm like i I can't, dude. I'm, a, <laughs> I'm not, I just got off of work. Hold on a second.
0: Get your dude. ass over here. Yeah. All right. That That's that all we how have? We, um, yeah. So, tomorrow. Uh, got protagonist third anniversary oh, yeah. I'm going with you to that, right? Yeah, yeah. so at noon, we're going to do the, the VIP preview. So that should be fun. There's a lot of bourbon. <laughs> so we get first stuff. access to protagonist, um, barrel pick from Heaven hills Distillery. It's a uh, actually bottled Elijah Craig, so that should be really good. has got a chubby.
3: And we, All right. We've had quite did. a bit of protagonist beer here tonight. We're not, too. we're not done. Dude, stop destroying the set.
2: I was saying, I, I had a chubby for the record today. It looks like we're recording stuff. for public access.
0: And there was It's literally something like else. we're recording in my house. Yes. Yeah, I was yeah. thinking about something else, but I can't remember what it was. It's okay. I got distracted. We're
3: already at an hour and 28 minutes. All yeah, right.
0: we'll be all right. All, all right, right we'll, guys, we're well, out. I'm like gonna I, I won't cut most of it out. Yeah, we we're gonna have to cut out a lot of it out. All right,
3: it. well, uh, good night. Everything has good been night. a disaster tonight, but
0: fun. No, it wasn't. So, it was great. <laughs> no, it wasn't. But it was great. <laughs> what is there to be? <laughs> Why? We have a lot of interesting episodes coming up about music's most interesting topics, but we want to hear from you and what episodes you'd like to hear. If you have an idea for anything we should talk about, email us at mbiaspodcast at gmail.com. This episode was produced by BWM Productions and researched by Eric, Amanda, and Javier. If you like our podcast, please help us by rating and reviewing us on your favorite listening platform. And follow us on Instagram and Facebook at mbiaspodcast. Come on and join in the conversation.